Hey guys, uh, Nate here, alongside uh, you know the co-host with the most, Josh Broccolo. Hey, hey, Happy New Year, Josh. <laughs> happy New Year. Happy New Happy New Year, listeners. Um, yeah. You know, Welcome, Welcome to 2023. We've probably been here at least for a couple of days at this point in time. But as we are wont to do, uh, New Year means new backlog beatdown. A new backlog beatdown session is in season. Mm. One day I'll talk right. I was going to say a new season backlog beatdown session. Down. Yes. Mm, they oh, talk pretty go. someday. <laughs> derp, derp, derp. Uh, just call me Mr. Mushmouth. Um, anyways, wow. I, I mean, I said the words fine. I'm just a small child, sleep deprivation. I'm tired. Yeah, that happened. That, Get off that my back. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, we figured uh, since the the beatdown is we're starting up, uh, you know, the 2023 season, it would be good to sort of do a bit of a refresher of the rules. Um, mm-hmm. We have done some slight tweaking, nothing major. Uh, so if you played last year, it'll pretty much be the same thing as this year. Although we mm-hmm. did cover basically one very specific area um, that we had sort of left out, but more of a clarification, nothing, nothing too different. So it's, we actually, you know, I'm really surprised because we did a good amount of tweaking last year. Um, mm-hmm. You know, some, some pretty, I mean, I was going to say significant changes, maybe not significant, but some good changes. I think we focused quite a bit last year. I think I was just going to say, I think last year was the year that we managed to really just streamline it because there was a lot Mm -hmm. of, I think the years prior when it was backlog golf and the the beat down the first year of it, Mm -hmm. there was a lot of almost like redundancy, like stuff that you just didn't need in there. Um, Mm -hmm. And yeah. I think last year, I think the, the, the major change was that for every acquisition, you take a point and mm-hmm. the different, you yep. differentiate between a purchase or, you know, a gifted, you know, mm-hmm. um, acquisition. And then, and that, that would determine whether you could play it or not that year without taking the penalty. And I think then the other thing was like for every game you beat, you take a negative one with the exception yeah. of subscription services. So there was mm-hmm. like, it was a pretty much like a one for one. It's like, you know, and I think that makes like, there, there was a lot of like weirdness surrounding some of that, the, the scoring. And now that, that process got a lot easier where it's like, yeah, did you get it this year? Then <laughs> yes. You know, mm-hmm. um, and we are sort of introducing a bit of an exception because we're we're going to be talking about um, uh, pre-orders and kickstarters and that like the the sort of the early access backing um, because mm-hmm. there's some stuff actually that several people in the community, myself included, backed a couple of years ago or last year even um, mm-hmm. that is supposed to come out this year, and so there are questions on how do we score that, right? Um, so right. Um, so yeah, we're going to get into that, but um, yeah. So uh, Josh, you know, I figured too, you know, technically last season is done, but mm-hmm. I did manage to squeeze one, mm. one thing in. I got nice. one little, I did get the platinum trophy for God of War Ragnarok, which Sweet. took me down to a negative six for 2022's backlog uh, beatdown awesome. season, which Six is fine. I think I did seven the year prior. Um, okay. Okay. But uh, it, you, you know, I it's not it's not the like seventeen million that you had, but um, seventeen million. No, it was, 
I'm being facetious, but <laughs> no, yeah, I I didn't uh, manage to move my score at all since the last recording, so it's still at negative sixteen. Um, I did put in a good amount of time into Etrian Odyssey, so I'm about forty hours in, maybe a little less than that, um, and nearing the end of the game. But I was not able to finish it uh, by year's end. And I was even debating playing like a really short game just to boost my score at the end. Mm-hmm. And I was like, nah, that's not, nah, we're, we're not going to do that. Let's, well, let's wait till next year you can play. Well, there's uh, Prime Games uh, was actually giving away a Switch game. It's called Mom Hid My Game, I think. Mom Hid mm. My Game. If you look, if you search for that, and I think it's like 45 minutes to play through. So <laughs> it's something really cheesy i mean it, like i'm sure it's it looks like it's a good time you know just super basic you know, point and click kind of thing but um yeah it, i was like no well that's that's not how i'm gonna play this like and i, I want to play the games i want to play i don't have to just do it for the do be, for the points be better joshua exactly be better. i decided to be better which means my score didn't change <laughs> so, so maybe i'll play mom hid my game uh you know in the next week and get some negative points for 2023. Yeah, but um, <laughs> now that it's on the backlog. But yeah, now that it's a new year, it's a new season of the beatdown, and that means everybody's score sets back to zero. So zero. let's uh, we'll, everything's we'll sort of, on the backlog. Everything's everything's on the backlog right now, uh, unless you've already bought something. That's um, true. I was now, almost there. He he almost did it. Now this is so I will. What I do want to sort of just throw out is that we start the season mm-hmm. um, January 1st, mid, at the stroke of midnight between That's December right. 31st and January 1st. You can jump in on happens. the backlog beatdown at any point in time, right? Mm-hmm. And just start at zero and and go from there. However, mm-hmm. it does kind of work best if you just start in January and like just run the whole way through the year. Yeah. Um, yeah, and look, the spirit of the game, I'm sure we'll talk about this uh you know, as as we continue on. The spirit of the game is really to to beat down your backlog. So, if you try and kind of get around the rules, you know, f- kind of find a loophole or something like that, you're only doing yourself a disservice. You know, like no one is is keeping score for you. No one has it's it's not a competition. It's real it's it's only a competition with yourself. Yeah. So, in saying that like, yeah, you can start Next month, if you want to, sure, you could find the loophole. You could go buy a dozen games today and then be like, oh, I'm starting next week. You know, not today. That way I don't have to count any of those. Sure, sure. If you want to play that way, then cool. But that's also why I brought up like, hey, I, I noticed that I wanted to, but I decided not to, you know, like, what's the point? What's the point of that? That's well, not... That goes the, against the, the whole point of trying to beat down my backlog. The the whole point of the beat down too. So there's there's really it it serves it's supposed to serve as sort of a like a speed bump and get you mm-hmm. to ask questions about why you're spending that money or why you're picking up that game. Yeah. Um that's it. Like any for anything else, I mean you can like gamify and compete with friends if you want, I guess, but like the entire purpose is really to just help people sort of gain a bit of mastery over the hobby and not be mastered mm-hmm. by it. Um, yep. But there you go. We have a document. And so let's just sort of, you know, and our, our friend, you know, shout out to our friend Jono for putting this, you know, for codifying this, for formatting this and really just being, well, one, a stand-up guy, but also mm-hmm. sort of, mm-hmm. he, he also acts as sort of, uh, well, not sort of, he's, he's probably like, he's like one of, uh, besides me and Josh, he's like, 
one of the dudes that can speak authoritatively on uh, the beatdown meta. So it's true. Uh, yeah, he's he's a bit of a, a he's a bit of a referee, I don't know, a go. commissioner. You know, mm, yeah, I like it. He's a good dude. That's what he is, Jonas Spark. You you a real G homie. But um, <laughs> anyways, let's get into this. So, as Christians, we want to be good stewards of what we own, especially with with respect to our recreation, and our in in the zeitgeist of constant entertainment and entitlement. It is easy to get discontented with what you own and chase after the high of the novelty. To help mitigate the temptation of the fear of missing out, uh, particularly with respect to video gaming, we develop what we call the Backlog Beatdown. The goal of the Backlog Beatdown is to finish and enjoy what you already have and to limit the accumulation of more. Again, mm-hmm. it's sort of, it's, this is to serve as a speed bump, to get you to ask the question, why am I buying this? Am I ready for this? Even mm-hmm. so, well, there will be uh, a few things here. You know, we'll go through basic scoring. Uh, then we'll go through, uh, you know, all of the special case sort of stuff. Uh, with basic scoring uh, for the beatdown, you want a low score. So we run into the yep. negatives, and that's basically like every time you beat a game, you're going to take a negative point because you're taking away from the pile. Okay. Mm-hmm. So negative points represent you beating, rolling credits, or completing all quests, 100%, etc. in more games than you buy or you start. Uh, Positive points count against you and represent you buying or starting more games than you finish or complete. So basically the way it works is, uh, you know, the year starts, everybody starts at zero. If you purchase a game in the current year, you take a positive one. If you start a purchase game in the current year, you take a positive one. So you take penalties for buying and you take penalties for playing games that you bought. Uh, if you know you start a game that you purchased prior to the beginning of 2023. So if it's a backlog mm-hmm. game, no points are taken. So there's no That's penalty right. for that. It's good if to you, play those games. Yes. Again, we want you to we want to encourage you to play those games. Mm-hmm. You if you beat a game. Any game you get, and that's just like you hit like sort of the end state roll credits. You get mm-hmm. get a negative one. Um, you can actually abandon games after, you know, just say a reasonable period of time. Let's say you're playing something for a couple hours, and and Josh and I actually both abandoned a game last year, um, mm-hmm. Baldur's Gate Two. I was having problems running it. He just kind of like dipped out because it just wasn't for him. Uh, at that point, but mm-hmm. abandoning a game again requires like that you have put a little bit of time into it. And if you're in our discord server and you put in for an abandonment, you have to, you have to sort of give a justification. Um, it mm-hmm. can't just be like, I play this for five minutes. It wasn't for me. I'm out. Like you have to put in a little bit more than that. But yeah, um, basically we define that by dropping a game after an earnest try. Um, it scores like a, a you've beaten the game. Um, but it also forfeits other bonuses. So if you've abandoned a game, you can't come back and complete it. Um, mm-hmm. or, you, where, or you could come back and complete it, really. But you couldn't say like, well, come back and I'm going to beat it, etc. You also, yeah. if you abandon it, yeah. um, the abandonment just sort of cuts it off, right? So if mm-hmm. you come back later in the year and you're like, you know what, I'm, I am going to come back to this. I'm going to try and beat it. You don't get a point for the beating it. We would give you a point for completing, and if it's a long game bonus, you can get that. But you can only get that if you come back to the game. Am I making sense there, Josh? Okay, yeah, yeah. So at that point in time, you really wouldn't have abandoned it, you know. But it's yeah, like, it's more like shelving it. 
Um, but abandoning, you know, but, uh, and again, you have to give an explanation as to why you abandon the game. This is to generate conversation and to concretize, concretize your thoughts regarding your impressions beyond emotionality. Um, so just, mm-hmm. uh, the, the, the term I've, I've, I've bandied around is the solid 60. Give the mm-hmm. game about an hour. Okay. Um, and if you give it a solid 60, uh, it means playing enough to get an impression of the gameplay loop. For shorter games, this may take about an hour of gameplay, a solid 60 minutes. Um, but for longer games like JRPGs, it may take several hours. Uh, the spirit is to give the game time to present itself well before you abandon it. So again, mm. it's that more than five minutes kind of thing. Um, yeah. So abandonment can be like a little wonky, a little tricky, but you're also not, this is not, should not be your go-to move. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, this one, like I said, even the explanation kind of required from it is there to sort of, this is not just like, I played something for a minute. I didn't like it, moved on. It's like, well, why didn't you like it? Um, yeah. and, and again, a lot of that's the provoke conversation and stuff too. Yeah, and it's also, think of it as the act of taking it off your backlog. Like, I don't have an intention of ever going back to this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, you can, again, in the future, hey, if you do and you you finish it out then, then okay, but you're not going to double up on points for finishing and for abandoning. It's either or. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So the last, and and the, we start getting into what, what are technically bonus points. Okay, mm-hmm. the completion can work one of two ways. Completion... Um, all it is is completing all quests, acquiring all items, doing a hundred percent run, getting the hundred percent or the hundred or what all the achieve achievements, getting achievements, the, the platinum, what, whatever, yeah, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever. Like that's so there's a, ver- a variety of metrics there, you know, and and we sort of go case by case. Now completion can be a bonus if you beat that game this year. And you go through, and you you get you can actually sort of score the game out at a negative two, mm-hmm. or if you come back to a game that you've already beaten but you've never never completed before, you can actually score completion that year. Yeah. So basic the 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 primary scoring is A, B, and C: abandonment, beating, or completing. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, there's another bonus here, okay, and it's the long game bonus for games yep. that are longer than 35 hours. Now, this requires a little bit of footwork. You have to go out to how long to beat. We use them as an outside metric here. Um, mm-hmm. you, you look at the main playthrough time. Uh, yep. And if that main playthrough time is 35 hours or above, okay, you can actually get an additional negative one. So last mm-hmm. year, to give you guys an example of just how that would work, I beat and platinumed uh, Dragon Quest Eleven Definitive Edition. Okay, mm-hmm. so I take a negative one, for beating the game. Then mm-hmm. I took a negative one for completing the game because I got the platinum trophy. The how long to beat on the regular, just the main story mode sort of category on how long mm-hmm. to beat was longer than 35 hours. So mm-hmm. I got an additional point. So I took negative three points for beating, completing, beating and completing Dragon Quest Eleven Definitive Edition last year. Yeah. So... And that's it's it's not that difficult. It's if it's over thirty five out if it's thirty five hours or over, you get an extra negative point for beating it. If mm-hmm. it's not, you don't. Right, so, right, and that is determined by again how long to beat dot com, not your playthrough time, um, because hey, you can spend tons of time on a really short game, 
uh, but that doesn't make it a long game. That just means that you spent a lot of time on it. And mm-hmm. that's not necessarily what we're trying to incentivize with that long game bonus. Because as you sit back and say that, you know, that, that example that you got a minus three by playing through Dragon Quest Eleven S and completing it. And it's like, oh, like it's only one game and you got a minus three from it. Well, yeah, but one, I mean, how many hours did you put into it? Like... No, uh, in Dragon Quest Eleven, it was like 130. There you go, 130. It was uh, a lot. Or right, or you could play. You know, I'm, I'm planning on going through the Halo Master Chief Collection, and generally those games run about 10 hours. <laughs> so, so uh, although you know, I mean, it seems like you get minus three from a single game. Okay, but they're also you know a standard video game isn't. 120 hours no no yeah <laughs> it's like basically it's sort of about 40 hours of gameplay per point per on, point on, right on that one. right yeah um, yeah but cool there's there is an example here that john sort of jotted down for us and i thought it might be helpful okay. he gave us a couple here um so for example if you purchase triangle strategy in 2022 you get a plus one if you start Triangle Strategy in 2022, you get an additional plus one. When you roll credits for the game, you get a negative one. If you continue playing the game and complete all major side quests or whatever the post-game entails, then you get another negative one. And if you, and if either rolling credits or completing the game takes more than 35 hours, no, no, he, that's a typo, John. We're going to judge you. I'm judging you harshly. Um, <laughs> but if uh, rolling the credits takes more than 35 hours, then you get another negative one. Uh, when you combine all of those, you have purchase plus one. You have starting, get another plus one. You have rolling credits, negative one, completion, negative one, and a long game bonus of negative one, which would get you a net total of negative one point. Okay. Right. Um, the only the only thing I'd change is that instead of triangle strategy in 2022, because this was written last year, Think yeah. of it as Octopath Traveler two in twenty twenty three. Yeah. Okay. There you go. It's a it's a game a game that has that's new for this year. That's why you get the positive points for buying and for starting. Yeah, and so the, it's it's really just the the purchase penalty and the mm-hmm. the the play penalty. Yep. You know. So uh, and again, just same thing with the abandonment. If you abandon the game, you know, sort of just to run that same scenario. But let's say you get like 10 hours into the game and you mm-hmm. don't like it. You take one for the purchase, you take one for starting the game, and then you take a negative one for abandoning the game with a net positive of one. Yeah. Um, and in that scenario, you can go cry because you're a bad person because you don't like Octopath Traveler 2. That's insane. Like, yeah. I'm kidding. Josh is describing moral judgment to people who don't like the same things as him. We're going to have to have a conversation later. Um, uh, oh, my, oh my, I can't even talk right. Um, all right. So let's get into some of the special cases. And this is cool. where I think sometimes a little confusion pops up. Mm-hmm. But um, so we don't always play buy games ourselves or constantly play unfinished games. The following table covers common special cases so that you can enjoy your games, even your older ones. Mm-hmm. So we're going to start off with pre-orders and Kickstarters, um, you know, and we're all sort of familiar with this. And as a general rule, I don't encourage pre-ordering something unless unless you know absolutely. Like last year, I pre-ordered Valkyrie Elysium, which mm-hmm. I kind of low-key hate myself for. But I also would have, <laughs> I, even sort of knowing what I know now, I probably wouldn't have, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have bought it twice. But mm-hmm. yeah. I would have, I still would have probably pre-ordered it. Um, but 
uh, you know, so let, let's pre-ordering or pre-purchasing a game. The year that you do that in is when you take the point. Mm-hmm. So if you pre-order something this year, all right, so you take the point for the pre-order. Mm-hmm. You're going to take a point for the pre-order. You're also going to take a point for playing it. Now, if yeah. you pre-order something in 2022, all right, you yeah. purchased it in 2022. You will not take the point for playing it in 2023. Yeah. Because you've yeah. already, like, it's. It's added it, to the backlog when you purchase it, when you made that. The purchase. And yes. same same with Kickstarter. It's But if you start the game on a different year. So it, again, let's just use this example. For, for pre-ordering or, you know, pre-purchasing, uh, if you pre-order a game in 2023, you will take a point for the pre-order. It's basically a purchase mm-hmm. and you'll right. take a point for playing it in 2023 if you yeah. play it. If you pre-ordered something prior to 2023, that point already happened or should have already happened. Mm-hmm. And that game comes out like Sea of Stars is a great example of something that's coming out this year. Okay. Um, yep. I backed it. I don't know. Did you back it? No, I didn't. Uh, you dog. Um, <laughs> uh, but anyways, Sea of Stars is coming out this year. It's supposed to come out this year. I backed it back when it was on Kickstarter or whatever that mm-hmm. service was. Um, and so I will have a copy that's coming to me. I paid yep. for that a year or two ago. And when it gets here, I'll play it. Basically, and it's already in my backlog. I won't take a penalty for playing it. Um, mm-hmm. And then just standard scoring goes there. Uh, the beating, the completing, and the abandonment. Um, and, yeah. and so st- the the scoring is always standard. It's just how you acquire this sometimes gets a little. Um, gifted games, sort of moving on into the next special category. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically, John has written down here, we consider any game that you received but paid no money for as a gifted game. Here are common scenarios for gifted games. Games received as gifts. We just Hey-o, had Christmas. Someone gives you something. Yeah. Yeah. You get a birthday, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, games. I, I was gifted for a game for Christmas. Yeah. By one of our good friends. Yeah. Got me some vampire survivors. It's, that, that game's a ton of fun. Um, nice. Uh, games purchased using in-store credit. And just to sort of clarify, like mm-hmm. let's say you have 50 bucks in in-store credit at like GameStop, right? Mm-hmm. If you buy something for 60 bucks and you use that 50, that does, the, the, the credit needs to cover the entirety of the purchase. Yeah. Like, I mean, maybe, maybe you could like sort of look the other way on tax or something, but- no. No, it has to cover everything. Josh is like, no, must, but like what I'm saying is like, if you have 60 bucks worth of credit and you go buy a $70 game, no, that just goes on your back. It doesn't go on your backlog. That's a purchase, mm-hmm. you know? So it's, again, I, is it a little wonky? Is it a little like sort of, eh? Yeah. But the, basically your in-store credit needs to cover the entirety of that purchase. Mm-hmm. Um, games purchased with gifted money. I get a lot of tips um, in December mm-hmm. from customers. You know, they'll, they'll leave out like gift cards and stuff like that. Sometimes, and I use some of that cash to buy games occasionally. Those mm-hmm. games, I'll, I'll, will count as gifted games as long as the cash that I'm like I, I'm paying with the entirety of like my tip money. Okay, yeah. or like Chris again, Christmas money, birthday money, etc. Um, and again, the the sort of 
the the combination any combination of the two another sort of like notable yeah. sort of thing here is uh we're both Josh and I are both on uh what is that uh fitness hero hero trainer hero, hero trainer, trainer which I go. don't know if people can even get on that anymore um, right <laughs> but we got into this and it basically for however many steps we earn like a currency and eventually you can redeem that currency for gift cards to things like GameStop and PlayStation if you're in a rewards program like that, or even sort of like I have uh, one through my PlayStation Visa, and I get mm-hmm. points for purchases on that, that I can redeem towards, you know, PlayStation credit. Uh, yeah, that that credit, those 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 gift cards that you mm-hmm. earn that way, are counted as gifted gift cards. You don't have yeah. to because you can't use them any other way. You know. Um, mm-hmm. So it's like if you're in a rewards program like that, yeah, yeah, that that counts as like a gifted currency. You don't have yeah. to worry about that. I did Bing just, searches for Xbox gift cards. You know, yeah. that's something else too. Stuff like that. So, you know, if yeah. you're doing stuff like that, like we we want to sort of incentivize you to be a little more creative and thrifty with mm-hmm. with some of that. That's all that is. Yep. Um, they gifted games. Now you take a point for the acquisition. But they go directly right. on the backlog, and you take no points for playing them. Okay, that's right. So yeah. it's all it's it's the 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 real big sort of like deviation here is like if you purchase something, you take a penalty for playing it because you're not really beating down your backlog. If somebody you're adding a game to the backlog, so you get you take a positive point. But no matter how you got the game, it's still it's still added to your backlog. So, but when it's gifted, it's still an acquisition, but there's no mm-hmm. penalty for playing it. So right, right, um, and the thought process behind that was if someone like for your birthday gives you a game, we don't want to penalize you for playing that game. <laughs> you know, yeah. like if someone thought of you and thought you would enjoy it, we don't want you to have to second, you know, like second guess whether or not you should actually start playing. Yeah, it. like yeah, go for it. Yeah, you take the so. the the penalty for for getting it, and it's mm-hmm. listen again. This is not serious. There's no like serious stakes here so this is just it's a it's a tool to help us keep track of things that's it right right and we said this last year is that you honestly i my viewpoint is that you should be building in a buffer so that you can get these points you know yeah. like building a little you, bit of wiggle room so if somebody exactly. hooks you up like you're not you know um, yeah it was not devastating for me to receive vampire survivors as a gift you no, know, I was joking around about it in the Discord, but no, he's he's he he cried a lot. He was like, "You ruined <laughs> my streak." <laughs> but um, so online or subscription services, uh, many companies package classic games through their online services or or just additional games, uh, like PS Plus, MS Games with Gold, or Nintendo Switch Online. You can also play games through Netflix, Netflix like subscription services like. PS Now, which is no longer a thing. It's uh, the PS Plus Extra and Premium now, and mm-hmm. uh, Game Pass. Um, both types are have similar scoring methods, but for different reasons. Yeah. Um, so the things, like the, the online gaming services, like, and this, again, this is a little bit of a trickier thing. The, the scoring is pretty much the same, uh, except for subscri- subscription services. They take the the exception you take with subscription services like PS Double and Triple Plus, that's what I like mm-hmm. to call them, and Game yes. Pass is you 
the only way you can score any sort of negative point in that is on a completion. Beating mm-hmm. the game doesn't count for anything. Um, because the services in general don't do anything to incentivize you to play the games you already own. And you technically mm-hmm. don't own those games, but you are paying for access to them. So it's like there's a little bit of a, a, a scoring path available, but it's only through completion. Mm-hmm. Um, the the other stuff, uh, Nintendo Switch Online, uh, PS Plus, uh, Essential, I think that the Essential Level stuff, and then mm-hmm. Games with Gold, uh, you don't take any penalty for those games, for redeeming those games or accessing mm-hmm. those games because those things are actually a bonus to a service that is required for online play. Yeah. So PlayStation and Xbox both require you to have uh, Microsoft Gold and PlayStation Plus in order to do not free-to-play stuff because free-to-play stuff I think is does not require those those services mm-hmm. however like things that um like call of duty modern warfare 2's multiplayer not vanguard or whatever their free-to-play thing is basically you need the you need those services to have access for online multiplayer and online yeah. etc so those games are more of a bonus they're they're something that you get for having a service and we're not going to penalize you for having those. Yeah. Um, yeah. So in the in the example that I gave at the start of this episode, I talked about a game that I got through Amazon Prime. They give away games every month. I don't I, I don't have a subscription to Prime so that I can get these games. <laughs> They're just a bonus. So I'm not taking any points for redeeming any of the games. Most of them are on PC, but they just happen to give me a tiny little Switch game this time around. I di- I'm not taking any points for redeeming that because it, it's just an added bonus. So uh, next up, we've got bundled games and compilations. So oftentimes you can buy groups of games through bundles like Humble Bundles, Itch.io, or Fanatical, all kinds of stuff like that. You can also buy compilations of classic games like the Sonic Genesis Collection. Since you're paying once to get multiple games, you get one point for the purchase for the entire bundle and an additional point for each game that you start. Normal finishing rules apply, Okay. So you purchase a bundle, you purchase a compilation, you only have to take one positive point for buying that entire bundle. However, if you start any of the games in that bundle that you bought this year, then you have to take a positive point. Because, again, this can be a little loophole if you want to go that route. But um, each game that you start within the bundle, you get a positive point for starting it. You also get a negative point for beating it. Okay, so you can zero it out that way, and then standard rules apply. You can have your, um, you know, your completion bonus for an extra negative one. Uh, you can abandon it for negative one instead of the finishing game, and then there's long game bonus as well. If you bundles wanna. can potentially be like a net boon, like they, mm-hmm. they do offer sort of like if you buy, let's just say you buy the Bioshock collection this year. Mm-hmm. Has Bioshock One, Bioshock Two, and Bioshock Infinite are all included in that. So you take one for the purchase of the collection, right? Yep. You take, and let's just say you play through and you complete all of those games, right? right? For each one of those games, you would take a positive point for playing that. So at that point in time, you're at a net positive four, but then Mm -hmm. you beat it and complete three games. Like let's just say, and again, beat and complete. 
No. And if any of those for the playtime runs over 35 hours again, but you're looking at, at least a, a positive, a negative two, if you beat and complete everything. Right. So, you know, cause that would put you at negative six for, mm-hmm. so you'd have a positive four, negative six, negative two total. There yeah. is a little bit of a way to sort of like, it's a little bit of a gamification there where like you can yeah. sort of like, you can get one. Whereas you you can't typically you can't do that with buying just a single new game. Yeah, yeah. And for something like in the in the um, example, you know, the Sonic Genesis Collection, those are really short games. You could complete them pretty quickly, and so you could take advantage of that if you really wanted to. Um, but again, the game's about beating down your backlog. Focus on your backlog, not not just how you can get the lowest score possible. Um, okay, next section is remakes and remasters. So whether to bring a classic to contemporary audience, audiences or to pad out their bottom line, companies regularly remaster or remake their games and put them on the market. The discourse behind the difference between remakes and remasters is in flux, so we're going to lay out some guidelines to help you think about this. For now, treat remakes and remasters as standard new game purchases for the most part. So uh, real. I mean, there there can be um, a little bit of wiggle room if, say, a remaster really doesn't add anything. Most games nowadays, when they remaster games, they do add a lot to the game. So for the most part, remakes and remasters are treated as new games. There are exceptions to this rule if it's like if if it's purely just like an upscale job where there's no uh difference in gameplay and content anything like that then you might be able to you know make a case for it in the discord well, and i did that i did that last year um actually mm-hmm. shattered uh or shatter remastered um mm-hmm. shatter was a brick breaking game on the ps3 i owned mm-hmm. it and i played it several times i was actually streaming it for a little bit on using the ps double plus service or triple mm. plus, whatever it was, you know, which the, the PS super plus all mm. the pluses, so many pluses. <laughs> um, but, uh, when that remaster version came out, really it, it didn't offer any new content. It was just quality mm-hmm. of life stuff. Um, and I was able to justify like, and I brought that, I, I brought that into the discord and I said, Hey, I bought this. And from what I can tell, it doesn't offer any new content. It's just sort of quality mm-hmm. of life. You know, it it runs in 4K, 60, you know, 120 frames, whatever, you know, I said, but it's really just the same game. Mm-hmm. And so that there's no penalty for me picking that up. Yeah. Um, you know, and if, if a remaster comes out and it's like, there's a difference between like Resident Evil 2 remake and Resident Evil 2 substantial. Well, Those are, yeah. Yeah. It's and, substantially different. So like the, the, but if it's something smaller, like again, the, the shatter remaster, it's mm-hmm. there's no substantial like you're not going to take a penalty for that. That's something that if you have a question there, recommend just sort of talking to me, Josh or John in the Discord. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Um, but for the most part, treat them as new games, new game purchases. Mm-hmm. So the last couple that uh, a couple of scenarios that we have here, these are pretty fun. So we've got previously beaten games. Okay, if you've already beaten a game, you're not going to take a negative point for beating it again. It's not on your backlog. You've already beaten it. However, if you've previously beaten a game but have not completed it and you want to go and complete it, get 100%. Get that platinum. Get, I don't know, whatever, your higher gamer score, whatever. If you want to go do that because you enjoy the game that much, cool. 
go for it. You can take a negative point for doing that, for, you know, really engaging with the game and, and finishing all that it has in it, you know, all that it has to offer. You want to see everything that there is cool, go for it, get yourself a negative point for doing that. And then finally, one thing that we uh, instigated this past year, which I think it went over pretty well, and so we're carrying it over to this next year, is the replay bonus. You can select a single game that you already own and that you've already beaten before to replay this year. So this bonus is just to encourage a limited amount of replaying the best games that you still own. There's no completion or long game bonuses for replayed games. So So if... If you've already completed it, you're not going to get another completion for it. If you haven't completed it, then it falls under what the previous uh, section that we just went over. So you can get another completion point if you haven't completed it before. But this is just to encourage you to, to you know, if there's a game that you really want to play that you've already played through, we don't want to say don't ever do that, especially if it's a really fantastic game, you know? There are a lot of guys um, that have like yearly sort of like traditions mm-hmm. with games. Like there's a guy yeah. I know that beats Chrono Trigger once a year, you know? Nice. Um, and on like last year, the example that I think you and I both used uh, mm-hmm. ours on Final Fantasy IX. We played that yep. for a book club episode. Josh and I have both played that before and beaten it before. We both used the replay point on it just yeah. to, because it's sort of like that one nod to like, like going back and enjoying a game that you've played you know, however many times it's like, it's just a bit of a nod to that. Right. Saying like, right. Cause I think too, it's just, it's, it's fair to say that this medium offers a lot of uh, really interesting opportunities. And just like you, you would sometimes go back and read an old book. Sometimes it's worthwhile and it's beneficial to go back and play an old, older game that you've, you've played before. Um, mm-hmm. So, and we just kind of want to, we want to encourage that and reward that. But again, not too much because the 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 sort of the name of the game is playing what you already own and yeah. uh, really sort of stalling purchases. So Yeah. So so for Final Fantasy Nine last year, how long to beat does have it at thirty nine hours. However, we did not take the long game bonus because it was a replay. You're only just getting a single point, a negative single negative point for playing for replaying a game. Yeah. Um but it was a good time. Both of us really enjoyed replaying it. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> it's a it, great game. <laughs> Final Fantasy IX is a great game. Uh, if you've never yeah. played it, uh, take this as a sort of a bit of an endorsement to to rectify that problem. <laughs> well, it is, you know, it's the beginning of January. We're kicking off a new year. And so that means a new season of the beatdown. It's really helped me in my purchases. I've talked about it on the mm-hmm. podcast before. It's it even just mentally, it's helped to quell uh, my my search for new games. No, just play what I already own and get you know continue to to beat down my uh, backlog instead of playing the new and shiny. So these are the rules that we have laid out here. We've gone fairly in depth with our rules. But if you have any questions, if you have any recommendations for any other kind of rules, I mean, like you like you see, this is pretty similar to what we had last year if you followed us last year. So um, I think we've got it fine-tuned, but feel free to reach out. That doesn't mean we'll implement all of your ideas, but feel free to reach out. Tons of ways you can do that. It's all in the, the um, description of this episode in the notes. The episode notes, that's what they're called, of the podcast. So check Man. it out there. You and talk pretty, Josh. We would love to Josh. hear from you. <laughs> yes. 
It's almost there. I know. I know the idea, but the words are not coming. We're, we're, the thing is, we're we're not as young as we used to be. And <laughs> it's uh, been New a Year's Eve. Look at uh, You know, uh, I think one last thing before we sort of go is yep. uh, you know really sort of wrap this one up. I would like to uh, shout out uh, Charles Watson over at GG. Mm. Is yes, GG is the official app of the Backlog Beatdown. That's where we do mm-hmm. all of our tracking. I already have my my acquisition and beatdown list set up. For That's the year. right. Yeah. Um, I have all that stuff sort of good to go. But over in his Discord, uh, he's the, he's kicking off backlog golf. And I think they're using nice. basically uh the beatdown rules, the current beatdown oh. rules. Um so uh, you know, if if anybody from over there is is listening to this or checking this out, because I did tell him I said, like, hey, we're gonna re- record an episode. And you know, I asked him if he wanted to be on here, but he was like, No, no. Um, <laughs> No, thank you. Um, but uh, if anybody from over at uh, GG is listening, you know, from the GG Discord is listening to this, to sort of get, a, you know, uh, an idea or sort of some explanation and you still have questions, again, feel free to reach out to, to me or to Josh uh, or even Charles. Uh, Charles and I have sort of talked at length about the rules. Uh, so, uh, yeah, but uh, all that being said, you know, folks, it's uh get after it. Let's uh let's let's get those numbers down. Let's get those numbers way down. To it. Down to pump it. up your negative numbers. I don't know what pump, to say. Pump down those numbers. <laughs> there you go. Pump down those numbers. <laughs> Punching down with the beat down. I love it. Yeah. But uh <laughs> hope hope all of you have a good uh had a good new year uh celebration mm-hmm. and uh yeah. Let's uh let's get after it. Let's go. Let's keep go. beating down your backlogs. We'll keep breaking down the benefits. In 2023. That's uh that's what we do. That's what we do. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Backlog Breakdown. If you want to join in the conversation, you can email us at thebacklogbreakdown at gmail.com or join our Facebook group, The Backlog Book Club, on Facebook. And on Twitter, our handle is at BBDownCast. Of course, you can also catch Nate and I on our social media platforms like Facebook, Twitter, and the GG app. I go by Broccolope, that's spelled B-R-O-C-C-O-L-O-P-E, and Nate goes by Nate underscore McKeever. Till next time, loggers, you keep beating down those backlogs, and we'll keep breaking down the benefits.